forever. Dog. Talk. I'm Emily Fay. I'm Paige Weldon. Let's talk about the mall. Paige, yeah. how many times did you go to the mall this week? I went one time. Um, I went to a mall in Chicago that I'm immediately forgetting the name of. The Shops at Northbridge. Um, it was like a mall that's like in a downtown area. You know when they're like a bunch of buildings and you're like, is this even a mall? Yeah. I can't keep track of what I'm at. And also the one that I, the one building I went into. That Wait, what was it called again? Sorry. The Shops at Northbridge. Shops at Northbridge. The Shops at Northbridge. It sounded like it was going to be fancy, but it was like kind of shitty. Mm. And I also felt like the um, food court was like severely lacking. I feel like. Kind of like the Burbank Mall. Kind of like the Burbank Mall where it's just like, I, f- I think sometimes people maybe underestimate when they're, when they're putting together their mall, like how much a good food court can really bump it up. It's a huge deal. Like think about Fig at 7th and how much I like generally dislike that mall. But then I think about the food court and I go, I know. you get a pass. I don't know why it's so hard to put together. It's generally franchises. It's yeah. people want to, I don't get it. Or even even if you just have like one that I don't normally see, then I go, yeah. cool. Like this was like Sparrow and like, all, yeah. like multiple sushi places. And I was like, we're in the Midwest. Just open a panini girl. Yeah. And that's all I'm asking. <laughs> open a panini place. Let me get a panini. But I did walk into the, they have an Italy there. Ooh, oh, right. You were really close to an yeah, Italy. I, when I looked at my hotel, that's I was like, fancy. Oh. So the Italy was attached to the shitty mall or it was separate? It was like, I think it is like technically considered part of that mall, but it was like a separate, like I had to enter a city street and walk away. Okay. And it was also, it was, um, St. So they're Patrick's. keeping their distance. They're keeping their distance. Oh my God. It was St. Patrick's Day in Chicago. It was, oh my God. On Saturday, I swear to God, I saw a guy just like decide to lie down half in the street. I saw a woman like crying against a full phone booth at like noon. I was like, all right. Chicago St. Patrick's Day sounds like actual hell. It was hell. Um, but it was also kind of funny to watch people be like so miserable of their own making it was like this is completely on you guys and like for what for nothing i mean it's absolutely nothing it's just like crazy to look at someone doing that and be like you and i are the same species like i can't believe this is something you find fun in any capacity (laughs) like i i just can't like i don't like fourth of july but i get it more than i get saint patrick's yeah i do too because there's like more stuff if drinking is the only thing and you have to do it like in bars. Yeah. Like in really crowded bars. It was stupid. Fourth of July is more like getting day drunk in a backyard before you cry. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is just the crying. <laughs> and that's it boiled down. Um, but so it was kind of still crazy. It was more on Saturday, but this was on Sunday when I was walking around. So I did see, I don't know if this was related, but there was a full brass band outside of the Marriott. Um, I don't know if that's a St. Patrick's Day thing or not. The Italy was. I didn't was, think so. I don't think it is. Okay. The Italy was decent. Yeah. I, it was like full of a lot of people being like unaware of their bodies and getting in my way. And I was like, it was when I realized I was like, I think I'm done with my walk. I'm going to go back to the <laughs> hotel. <laughs> but I did get, they have like, um, like a focaccia to go where it's like, you get like a piece of focaccia. That's like basically a piece of pizza but to go. And it was like six bucks. And I was like, 
awesome. That's pretty. Well, did it have anything on it? Mushrooms and oh, cheese. Okay, it was like That's basically good. a piece of pizza. That's great. You know, it but focaccia. Sure. They also had a ravioli like um, walk up, like you just get a plate of ravioli, but that seemed like too much for lunch. I I made pasta for breakfast this morning. All right. Well, that's um, your journey that you're on and no judgment. And then I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that you did. Emily, how many times did you go to the mall this week? Just the ones, just okay. the ones to the Americana. Um, pretty uneventful. They have changed up the fountain playlist. What? They changed it up. For spring? I guess so. <laughs> For spring? <gasps> Susan Boyles, I dreamed a dream from Les Mis. <laughs> that sounds very, very incorrect. <laughs> a classic spring song. An absolute swing and a miss that by was, the Americana. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite um, and the only one that I really was like, I, What? What are you guys up to? You, you, you walked into the concierge area and you were like, I have a, a note. I think that maybe Rick Caruso is emotionally affected by being embroiled in the college scandal. Oh, yeah. We it, have to discuss this. It was like the worst that this came out like a day after we recorded last week. Yeah. How so when Lori Laughlin's it's Laughlin, right? I could never On tell you. On another podcast, I said Laughlin, but I'm pretty sure it's Laughlin. Do you know? Laughlin. It's Laughlin. Okay. okay. <laughs> Her daughter, when she was arrested, when Lori Laughlin was arrested, her daughter was on Rick Caruso's yacht. <laughs> so that's really relevant to our interest. She also lost her Sephora sponsorship. She lost the Sephora so. sponsorship. And of course, Lori Laughlin's husband is Massimo of Target's Massimo. Oh. So we definitely were connected to the story in some very personal ways. Yeah, so we're dealing with that. And, just- and then Rick Caruso was like, I... Uh, I decry this and it's like you knew it's your daughter's best friend <laughs> you knew <laughs> I had no idea I, this is terrible <laughs> he's like I mean I I thought everyone was doing wait no I didn't know <laughs> um okay anything else exciting um oh have you been into that store Alex and Ani no it's like Pandora for teens spell Ani A-N-I okay I think it's Ani Okay. But it's like basically just like ugly charm bracelets with like charms that mean stuff. Okay. But it's like charms that mean stuff. You know how Pandora, it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like get your wife a charm bracelet. One is a shoe and one is, you know, yes. and they're like, these are her interests. God awful. Mm-hmm. It's like this, but for teens. Like and they're trying to make it like cool for Instagram. And it's where? In, in the gallery. Like near what? Um, across from like. The Disney store. Mm, okay, strategic. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's really ugly shit. Um, I brought, I bought an eyebrow gel. That's mainly what I went for. A gel? Like a, like a brown yeah. mascara. Okay. That's not important. That's about it. Let's bring in our guest. I thought you were spiking your eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, in a way you are. Okay, let's bring in our yes, guest. let's bring in our Here, guest. I wrote this down. Our guest today has a new special on Comedy Central Digital called Ice Thickeners. Get it on the app at cc.com or on YouTube. Yeah. The, whole, whole, thing, the whole thing's on YouTube. You don't even have to pay for it. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, you can just watch it. Okay, and you can hear her. It's Emily Heller. Hi. She's here. Oh my Hi. gosh. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Have Hi. you been to the mall recently? Um, I think I went to one like a two weeks ago. Okay. Wait, maybe a week ago? Yeah. A week ago. Yeah, those definitely Ooh. both count as recently. Yes. <laughs> Last not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I went to the Little Tokyo Galleria. Oh my. Nice. Which is not only my favorite mall, but also my favorite place in LA. 
Really? Wow. Number one? Number one, I think. Uh, just in terms of like pure density of like things that I like mm. to do there. Yeah. Um, because they have, uh, first of all, my favorite, one of my favorite restaurants in LA, which, which is Shojin, which is a very romantic vegan sushi place or like vegan Japanese oh. food. Oh. But it's like in the mall, but they have blackout curtains. So you forget you're in the mall. <gasps> Um, what floor is it on? It's on the top floor, so yeah. it's like near the entrance to okay. the uh, to the bowling alley. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh my god, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it romantic? Yeah, it was with like this awful ex boyfriend, but oh, he man. was a vegan, and we went there. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I have been there. <laughs> it was kind of fancy. Me and my husband went there for like two different Valentine's days, and they yeah. do like a special menu for Valentine's Day, and they take your picture and they give you like a printed out photo of yourselves yes. there in front of this like oh. painted heart backdrop that's great I love um, that and they also have at that mall I mean someone's talked about this on this podcast before probably this mall or no not, not really. really oh my god Mm-mm. it is the best mall okay yeah, I'm they, glad that you're talking about they it. have um those some of those uh Japanese photo booths where you can like heavily yes, edit the photos there are definitely some of those on the fridge where I live where she used to live yes we are... the instructions are not in English and yeah. it's like very confusing <laughs> and but, they're like uh, 14 bucks at the end and you're like wait yes. how did this happen <laughs> but also it's worth it, <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> Yeah. And they also have a max karaoke, so yes. private room karaoke. They have a bowling alley. They have a really good arcade that has like battle version Pac-Man. Oh. Uh, so you can have four people playing Pac-Man against each other. Is that within the bowling alley area? It is yeah. within the bowling alley area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have like they have a bunch of good restaurants. They have like a- I really like that cheap udon place that's yes. on the other side near the entrance of the bowling alley. Yeah, I I've really been like there that many place. times in my life. It's really good, and they have like Japanese curry, and they yeah. have, like a bunch of really good tempura yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and I- they have a bunch of those like um, uh, displays where the noodles look like they're being eaten by a ghost. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. which I love. The like overly shiny too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I love those. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're really good, and there's information about them that I don't have that they were invented. In Japan, I think. Okay. Um, that uh, we'll, we'll do a footnote. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> we won't, if but. Peter was here, he would tell you about it because he like knows about that person who invented them or something. Um, and then they also have um, a, they have a Daiso and they have um, a Beard Papa cream puff place. Oh, yes. I love Beard and Papa. a boba place. And then they also have this just a really good grocery store. Like it's like they have a ton of Japanese stuff there. And then also just like um, a bunch of like pan Asian I, like specialty items. They have like skincare and stuff. Yes. Yeah. They have everything and like a there. Bakery. And also just like traditional western groceries as well but the reason why I go there kind of often is because they have in my opinion the best mushroom selection of any grocery store in LA I didn't know this I have gone on many different like mushroom hunts and uh, I make shiitake bacon kind of often and it's a recipe that I kind of stole from by Chloe which is that like vegan place by Whole Foods and I figured out how to like make a version of it that I like but uh, shiitake mushrooms are really expensive yeah and most places that stock them don't stock good ones but um this is different yeah part of the I, I went there so yeah, I went there like a week ago because I was in the neighborhood, but then I also went there like a month ago too because I got a deep fryer for Christmas and I wanted to make tempura. And so I got like a million different mushrooms there. Yeah. And uh, 
long story short, I bought way more stuff than we could <laughs> like could feasibly tempura. We yeah. did like six rounds and then there was just way too much food for six us. Six rounds is a lot It was rounds. a lot. It's a lot. I mean, yeah. it's a small deep fryer, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, I do feel like that's always such a funny side effect of when you find something really cheap. You're like, well, I'll just buy yeah. as, much, as of much of it as yeah. it would have cost and then you don't eat it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if it's cheaper there. It's just better. It's just, it's just better. So it's better like more mushrooms. Worth it. yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the hottest mushroom tip we've had on the podcast. I, yeah. Well, thank far. you very much. That yeah. really means a lot to me. <laughs> and I'm a fan of mushrooms. I've just been going Trader Joe's bag of mushrooms like an idiot. I should yeah. be I should be taking a journey. I have very strong opinions about mushrooms. Yeah. Also, if you like mushrooms, you should definitely go to Shojin because okay. they have a bunch of different really good mushroom dishes. Ooh. And now I know why. It's because they get them from downstairs. Mm. Um, yeah. But they have like those big trumpet mushrooms. Those like that look trumpet? like dicks. Oh, they're yeah. like oh. this big and this thick. They mm-hmm. l- I'm holding up the size of like a really big dick. <laughs> yeah, um, it's huge. It's listener. Huge. Uh, they have the they have all kinds of them. They have those like shimeji mushrooms. They have shiitake mushrooms. I just think that. Um, it's a lie that portobello mushrooms are good. Oh, yeah. It's a lie that we've been yeah. sold they because they're roughly the size of a burger. That doesn't mean they work as a burger. They're too wet. Yeah. They're too smoky. Mm-hmm. They're not good. They have that at like veggie grill. And I get upset when I see it on a menu. Yeah, it's like, like veggie mm, grill is better is too, better than this. Just make me a veggie patty. I don't need this in my I, life. I will say the one that they do at Shake Shack I like. It's good? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've never thought about that before. I didn't know they had that. Oh, yeah. The one that they do at Shake Shack, it's a portobello mushroom cap filled with cheese and then Ooh. breaded and deep fried. <laughs> so it's like the portobello is the least interesting part sure. of it. But it's sort of it's. I mean, playing that, a role. That would solve the problem of usually the mushroom. It just feels like you're taking bites out of like a piece of like foam. Yeah. Like, well, but for portobellos too, when they're cooked, it's like not even foam. It's like a, a hot mop. <laughs> it's like a hot, wet sponge. It's a good idea to deep fry it. To yeah. Deep, yeah. yeah to it's give it still crisp. too wet. Yeah. It's but I like wet. that it has cheese in it. It's like a take on yeah, the, the Juicy Lucy burger yeah. thing. Yeah. I like that. And we also go to the Shake Shack off of the Americana yeah. fairly often. Oh, yeah. So maybe we'll have to and give I'm it a try. I'm kind of sick of their chicken sandwich. So yeah. we do need something try to try. Try it next time. Yeah. I took my parents there when they were in town a few months ago because they, it was one of those things where they came to town and they were like, we heard you guys got a Shake Shack because <laughs> they had discovered Shake Shack very recently yeah. when they were in New York and they were like, we love Shake Shack. And oh. my dad like fi- tried to figure out how to make that mushroom burger. That's fun. Did he? Yeah. This, is a family, this is a family thing of trying to make mushroom dishes that we've had at restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like that. Yeah. You can have it at home. You don't have to go. Yeah. That's a cool yeah. move. Um, is So when you go to the mall, do you typically always go to that mall in uh, Little Tokyo? I go to the I go to the Gallery of the Americana a lot, too. Yeah. Because I live in Atwater Village. So like just right up. It's up right up there. Your neighbor. If I need to go to Target, if I need to if I go to the movies, that's like a pretty common stop for me. Yeah. I tend not to go to the mall too often, but. I would say that's the one that I go to the most. But yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to, I need to remember Little Tokyo Galleria more because I'm like, yeah. I, I, there's so much for me there. Yeah. Yeah. It's also one of the only places downtown where it's like you can get like validated parking. You can get a little bit of free parking. Yeah. Like if you're going to the grocery right. store, one hour free. One hour. Okay. Yeah. What is Because I feel like I've definitely been to like the, the karaoke there. Yes. Um, 
And I feel like even if you are there over an hour, it's still not like crazy expensive. No, most of the places that you shop there validate. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the restaurants will do like two hours. Yes. Even though it's like it takes 15 minutes to eat like a little bowl of udon. But like yeah, <laughs> they'll validate for like two hours. Yeah, because they know you're going to hang out. Yeah. But I, I guess what I mean is the the market, the grocery has like their own one hour parking spots, too, on the oh. first level. So it's like you get good parking. Oh, there okay, too. Okay. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. This is a, I'm, I'm excited we're talking about this mall because we've actually, I feel like, spent a lot of time in that mall yeah, over the years. Together, and I used to, when I lived in that warehouse, and yeah. I didn't really have a regular day job, I would just walk oh, over there all the yeah. time. Oh, my God. I was, like, living, like, like, a walking warehouse distance the, to that the, mall. I mean, it was a very disgusting walk. It was, like, because yeah, it was just from, like, the arts district, like, to over there, like, just on Alameda. Yeah. But, like, I would walk all over there all the time yeah. and just, like, hang out. I'm definitely not in that neighborhood very often. And yeah. I, yeah. You would have to specifically choose to go there. Yeah. But it's an oasis of beauty inside. Do you ever go across the street to the like the outdoor little Tokyo area? I haven't been in a long time. Okay. Yeah. I always feel like those are kind of a one-two punch for me. I, if I'm there, I got to do both. I should start doing that. I just feel like there's already so much You're right. for me. Little, I mean, yeah. if you need Sanrio merch. You yeah. gotta go across the street. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, you can get that at Little Tokyo. Absolutely, you can. <laughs> Galleria. Yeah. But they have like, I guess, does the um, does the indoor one have a full Sanrio store? They don't have. No. A, yeah. That's the, the outdoor one. Has they a have full a they have a Daiso which has an it amount has of right. Sanrio stuff. And I feel but like they have full. like five other stores that it's just like yeah. also all Sanrio. I also realized like. I sent you guys some some mall tidbits from my life, but I forgot to mention like I went to Japan like a year and a half ago oh, and yeah. went to a ton of Ooh, malls there. Let, let's hear about that. I mean, I don't know if we're at that part of the podcast. I mean, the malls in Japan are amazing. I mean, let's talk about it. We want to. I want to hear. Um, we went to. Um, I think it was in the Shibuya district. It's like. Yeah, that's where like the Shibuya crossing is with that like giant crosswalk that's okay. in in everything when people are like, we're in Tokyo right now. Yeah. We're nodding like yeah. we're like, we know we've been to Tokyo. Like when you see people talking about Tokyo, it's like you'll notice it from like B-roll footage of yeah. when people go to Tokyo on TV and stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, they have uh, so many different like photo opportunities at their malls like. There's, there was this one place where we were like, I don't even know what this store is, but there's a bunch of giant cupcakes for us to take pictures with. <laughs> and then there was also in front of the mall before we went in, they were doing this big promotion for these new soft drinks. And they had these people dressed up in these monochromatic, crazy sort of like they looked like they were like drag race monsters. <laughs> like if if. Characters from RuPaul's Drag Race became monsters. Merged with the monsters from Space Jam. Okay. But they were like head to toe, like representing the different flavors. And we like stood in line and took pictures with them and they were really scary. And then we got the free soda and it tasted really bad. I should try and find those photos because I feel like I'm not doing it justice. But um, what were the flavors? Were they just bad flavors? It's weird because like a lot of the stuff in Japan has weird flavors that are really good. Right. But uh, But these were not. These were not good. (laughs) (laughs) They were uh, very not good. Um, I don't know what was wrong. They were just like overly sweet. I think I hadn't had soda in a while. I feel like just from what people post from like Japan, it seems like they are so good at branding. 
Like they will go yes. above and beyond with branding more than like we ever would here. Yeah. And they, we're, we're doing a lot here. So that says that says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but we're doing it in like such a boring yeah, way. Yeah, we're being so lame about it. Yeah. I don't know why Japan has this like reputation for being sort of like reserved in any way. Like everything there was so over the top in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. I'm almost at pictures of this i'm so sorry it's taking so long but i promise you will it be worth it it's a podcast i'm gonna it describe can't possibly. it vividly and to then the listener. We can, we'll post it to the gram yeah, so yeah we'll send it and we'll post it for the visual yeah i mean i am in our shared folder i'm so sorry i can't <laughs> believe this is taking so long uh can we pause for like a second i do want to find this yeah and we're back. Okay. They are so scary. <laughs> okay. I was wondering. It's different than I thought. I was wondering if they would be wearing wigs because in my head after you described it, I was like, are they wearing wigs? They're, and they are wearing wigs. They're I, wearing wigs and I, they've got this like sort of kabuki style contouring going on. Oh, yeah. they're we- it's, So they're not wearing like what I was picturing was like when you go to Disneyland and there's like the costume, like the big costume. No. But these people are just wearing they're like wearing makeup, makeup and, and big wigs and very yeah, like. it's like. Also very like rave culture. Yeah. And you're holding a sign. We're holding a sign advertising the soda and we have no <laughs> idea what it says. And there's a ton of like Japanese writing all around us. I should probably put this photo through the Google Translate app and see what it says. What but, if yeah. in like a month you found out that they were using this picture of you holding the sign <laughs> as like their main campaign? <laughs> it was all I over Japan. absolutely love that so much. You'd be like, I hated the soda, but go for it. <laughs> and so this was like, the one what are the malls like there? It's like all like they have a- like so this particular mall had like a boy mall and a girl mall. Oh my god! So that there were like the women's clothing stores in one and the men's clothing stores oh, in another. Wow. Um, and they're just like multi level, tons of stores, and they're kind of like you kind of flow in and out of the stores and stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean they're not. They didn't feel like American malls too much yeah it felt like every every floor had a different store we also went to this one like erotica mall like a like a porny like like a full department store i guess it wasn't a mall it was like like a department store store, but where it was like every level was like a different thing oh my god like dvds costumes (sighs) toys like comp like comics dvds yeah (laughs) maybe not dvds i don't remember but it was like a different thing on yeah were there wow. a lot of were, yeah in there yeah it was also that one had like the most New Yorky feel of any of the ones we went to because it was like really narrow yeah. aisles which is just like this is not so much merch <laughs> <laughs> well it was kind of small and compact but I was like scooting past people and I was like this is not a store I want to be scooting past yeah. people yeah. I don't want to graze anyone in <laughs> yeah. this environment they had some really cool malls there though oh my god I'm just remembering so many of the coolest malls there was one that was like a million stores full of like old school like uh like vintage video game art and stuff like Whoa. that and like toys and things like that and there was this one store where i bought a bunch of really fucked up postcards that are really cool <laughs> uh, of, like a woman like fucking a lizard and stuff was uh, this a spencer's gifts <laughs> It was not a Spencer's Gifts, weirdly enough. If it was the Geico Gecko, then it would be a Spencer's Gifts. Yeah, this sounds a little classier. Yeah. I mean, they also had a lot of, like, just food malls. Like, indoor sort of, like, 
food galleries of yeah. like just the most amazing Damn. like automatic pancake machines Whoa. too. Yeah, wait, I have a video of that also. <laughs> like the, where you'd go up and make your own pancake or that you would just witness them use? You would just sort of like witness, it was like kind of a conveyor belt thing going around uh, that like sure. made the pancakes automatically. Uh, and it was really, really cool. And just like really good like uh, individually made like rice crackers and stuff yeah. and like Oh wait! Here's a video of the pancake machine. I, I'm just like really oh not not making this good for it okay, being a podcast. How, how can I describe to the listener um, what is happening? So okay, it's kind of like have some... you if you've ever been to Chevy's and seen one of those tortilla machines? Oh, it's a little yeah. bit like it's that. It's similar to that. It, there's like an arm that's like scooping them out. Yeah, and they're all imprinted with a little picture. Yeah, they're really into pancakes there in a way that we aren't here. Where like it's like a broadly defined thing where there's like the some pancakes there that are really really. Really tall. The fluffy big ones. The fluffy right? big ones. Yeah. And they're, they're like all sweeter, right? Yeah. And I'm, but eating it, I'm not like, this isn't a pancake. I'm like, this is a pancake. Totally yeah. fits in the category. I totally get why you're calling this a pancake. It totally <laughs> makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, the malls there are really good. We got to go sometime. I guess we got to go to Tokyo. All uh, right. Start saving. You want to go, go next week? Yeah. I mean, if you're also looking for like d- mall tourism that's on the cheaper side in Thailand, that was like a vacation we went on like uh, four years ago, maybe, um, maybe, maybe more, maybe less than that. Uh, the malls there are fucking crazy. Yeah. Really? They are. Well, the malls in Thailand have the best food you will eat there. Ooh. Like their mall, their mall food is so, so good. And like at some Thai restaurants in L.A., like the hipper ones will call things like mall noodles because that Ooh. means like really, really good oh. noodles. Um, like some of the best meals we had there we're at malls and we had really, really good meals there. Damn. But then the malls themselves, a lot of the stores are the size of this table that we're sitting at, yeah. like just tiny little booths. And then there's like 300 of them. Yeah. And they all just have like racks full of of clothes. And it's like none of them are like stores with names. Yeah. 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 Is it like individual vendors like selling all their stuff? Kind yeah, of thing? but it doesn't feel like it's a boutique. It okay. just feels like it's like a store for this garment or something. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how it works. So it, does it feel more like sort of like a market? But like in, in the some shape ways, of a but mall. it's absolutely in the shape of a mall. And there's just like so many little stores. I mean, and some of the stores are bigger. Um, and yeah. then there are different malls that had like a completely different vibe too. There were some like bigger, fancier ones that we went to, and we went and saw a 40x movie at one of those. Whoa. Basically, the first day of our trip to Thailand, I sprained my ankle, and so <laughs> we didn't go do any of our like palace tours oh, no. that were like temple tours that we were gonna do. And then we yeah. just like went to the mall a bunch. Uh, that's that sounds it was perfectly kinda, good. It was kind of great. Yeah. <laughs> I like that very much. Um, but I do want to talk about the stories that you mentioned. Oh, yeah. Well, the one about the Crocs store. Oh, yeah. So this was at the the uh, the Americana, I believe. Has, okay. Is it the gallery? I think it's or the, the gallery. The gallery has the Crocs store. That makes sense. Oh, that yeah. That makes a lot Doesn't more sense. It? The gallery. The Americana has the Toms. <laughs> uh, so I am a genuine fan of Crocs. I think they're a good shoe. I wear them a lot. They're very comfortable. Perfect for the water slides. Like there's a lot of things they're perfect for. But I don't I don't remember how I made this decision, but I bought a pair of like the brightest blue cyan crocs. Just because I was like, they're gonna be ugly no matter what. Sure. Which, why not go for it? That was a mi- fun with it. That was a mistake because oh, okay. <laughs> it's the type of thing where it doesn't matter where they are in the room. 
you see them. <laughs> like they have to be put away in it's the closet. Like the, the Mona Lisa's eyes. They yes. follow you. They follow you. It's like you walk into a room and it's the easiest Where's Waldo of all time. You're like, the Crocs are over there underneath the coffee table. I get them away. Um, and no one hates them more than my husband. He hates them more than anything in the world. Uh, they, The only thing he hates more than those are the um, slippers I have that have like the mop thing on the under- underside. Yeah. He hates those more. But uh, for his... For I think it was for Christmas or his birthday or something. I decided to wrap his present in like a bo- a Crocs box to make it look like I had gotten him a pair of Crocs as a present to like as a fake out, which is like a thing that another thing I learned from my dad. Uh, my dad used to always do shit like that. Oh, that uh, does sound like a real dad thing. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and when I went into the Crocs store, I asked them. I was like, "This might sound weird, but..." Could I have just like an empty box? And they were like, yeah. And she kind of, she didn't ask me what it was for. I felt like she knew. I felt like I wasn't the first person who had ever asked for a Crocs box because I was giving someone a fake present. Yeah. Like to trick someone into thinking I had, and Uh, she wasn't offended. I feel like I've, I've definitely done things like that. And that is never the response I get. I always get a firm no. So I'm very, a Crocs must just be doing so well. I wonder where those extra boxes are. Like, you like know, what happens to them? Well, no, but you would think that oh. the boxes would all have shoes. So, so just if in the you back? have a box, does that mean there's a pair of Crocs with no box? Well, there's so this many fun. There's so many display Crocs. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, you know what I mean? Like it was probably for one of the display ones. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, please take them off my hands. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that was it. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there is a pair of Crocs with no box. Yeah. But sometimes I, I have to imagine there's got to be people who walk in and are like, yeah, I'll wear them out of the store. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and then they don't—they leave the box behind. So throw my other shoes away. Yes, I won't be needing these anymore. <laughs> this is a new phase maybe, of my life. Maybe she thought you wanted it because you were like, my box is no good anymore, but I yes. need to keep them. I've protected. worn it out. Yeah, I need some sort of shoe bag to uh-huh. keep them safe when I'm not wearing them. <laughs> I'd like to see that episode of Shark Tank. I've invented a bag that holds your Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> the sharks are like, get out. It yeah. doesn't seem like Crocs shouldn't need a box at all. Like they should just be like a ball pit of Crocs. And yeah. it's just, just find them. Just find, just, just get two. Just stick your feet in and wait till one just ends up on your foot. Mis- mix match them maybe. Have a little fun. They have some okay looking flip flops. I that didn't know don't that. look like Crocs. I haven't bought any because I, why do you need those if you have normal Crocs? No. Because you can wear Crocs with socks. Yeah. I'm I'm not doing this on purpose. I swear to God, that's a sentence I meant to say. There's like, the content of that sentence was important. It wasn't, I wasn't saying it for the rhyme. My grandma wears Crocs with socks. That's what she wears around the house. Yeah. They're basically slippers that you can wear in the kitchen. And I mean, there's a reason... Mario Batali didn't do everything wrong. <laughs> he did a lot of things wrong. I mean, Maybe we, we he was too comfortable, that. and that was the problem. Uh, I tr- I'll, I'll try and keep an eye on myself. Maybe when I if wear he them. was wearing loafers, yeah, we wouldn't have had these issues. <laughs> he would have him. a little bit of self control. <laughs> yeah, loafers would have done it. Um, what else did you say? You said you stole at the San Francisco oh, yeah. Center. I used to go to the like Westfield. Is that mall. the one you went to I've recently? Been there when I was there for Street Park, yeah, yeah, that was the place where because I grew up in the East Bay, so San Francisco is always this sort of like very mythical place. 
was so close. Yeah. So close. <laughs> but I just never really got to go there. And so like uh, me and my friend went, we used to go to the mall a lot. And like my parents did not give me money for clothes, really. Like they would take me shopping for like the school year and stuff. But like I went to a school with like a bunch of really rich kids mm. and like who had like money to burn. And I never did. Yeah. I, I was always, and also my parents are both like hippies. So I think like the idea of spending a bunch of money on clothes, like didn't make sense to them. Yeah. And I was like, all I wanted to do was spend a ton of money on clothes. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, me and my friend who was like really bad, she was, a, <laughs> she was a bad influence. Uh, <laughs> she taught me how to steal from J crew. It was pretty easy. You could just bring a bring a shopping bag from another store into mm. the dressing room and then just like shove things in the uh, bag. No, sure. uh, none of those security tags. Not yet. Not at that point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, and so I stole like a, a bikini from there. Nice. Wow. That yeah. is very bad girl. It was yeah. very bad. Stealing a I, bikini. Like a $60 bathing suit, <laughs> which, which in 2000 and one, 2001 was, was inflation. That's a lot yeah. of money. It's a lot of money outrageous yeah um good I for you i couldn't believe we got i mean i'm not <laughs> super proud of it but uh i wonder if they're gonna hear this and be mad at me i hope not they're like they're, whoever was working that day is like <gasps> i got in so much trouble over that bikini she doesn't even care <laughs> and then you get sued and taken a small claim yeah well have you ever heard that story in leah remini's book about um, no. Have you read Leah Remini's book? I have not. No. It's so good. Now that you're saying it, it feels like a huge mistake that I have not. I recommend <laughs> doing the audiobook because she reads it and wow. she has a great voice and she also sounds kind of drunk. Uh, <laughs> she's just sort yeah. of like, it feels like she throws in extra cuss words <laughs> while she's reading it, which is kind of great. But it's all about Scientology and stuff. And she talks yeah. about when she was a teenager, she used to like work at Sea Org. And yeah. she was like... They like ma- she was like 14 and they were making her clean motel rooms and paying her like $15 a week. And she used to sneak into the kitchen and like steal food from the from the motel. And uh, once she got on um, King of Queens and became like a high up Scientology person, they would like take her on tours of Sea Org and stuff. And they were like doing a tour of the place that she used to work. Mm-hmm. And she was like being led around by these high up Scientology people. She was like, oh, my God, it's so funny. I used to like sneak in here that when I worked here that one summer and like <gasps> steal food from the kitchen. And they were like. How much do you think you stole? Oh, my God. And she was like, I don't know, like a, a little bit of food. Oh, my God. What, like once a week for like two months. And they were like, do you think $14,000 would cover oh it? Oh, my God. And she was like, I mean, yes. And they were like, OK, I think you need to pay that to the church. And she did. <gasps> God, that's so She disturbing. paid them $14,000 oh or something. God. Which it was probably nothing to her when she was on King of Queens, quite right. honestly. But it was like in the grand grand scheme yeah. of how much money they were getting out of her. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's and crazy. And then it's like when we were having you do slave labor, you yes. stole a little bit of food. <laughs> yes. Yeah. back. Like ba- basically like Aladdin. Oh, she was basically God. Aladdin. And then. Oh, my God. That's, that's crazy. Insane. Well, I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> to you. I, I don't think so either. If it hey, does, you've never stolen, have you? I never have. I have. I would always like I would like 
you know, if it was like a candy that I could eat before I left the store or something. I don't think that counts. I feel like it Does doesn't. It, yeah. I'm not saying it does. Yeah. I used to steal from Longstrugs all the time when I worked there. Yeah. Because I felt like they owed it to me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's different. Yeah. yeah. That's, but yeah. if it makes it better, everyone else was also stealing from them. Both the people who worked there and the customers, like just everyone was stealing from them all the time. Customers yeah. would come in. They would like dig receipts out of the trash take an item off the shelf and then return it right and it was like there was nothing we could do about it but so okay so your mall growing up was you said the south south shore Shore. that was in alameda so i grew up in alameda which in if you aren't familiar with bay area geography um san francisco's west bay like southwest bay kind of like and East Bay is like Oakland, Berkeley, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alameda is technically an island. It's carved out from Oakland by oh, this like wow. man-made estuary. Um, and so fancy, yeah. And so like the the east side, or like the north. I don't know. I guess it's hard to like the northeast length of Alameda is the estuary, and that's like right up against Oakland. And then the southwest side of Alameda is just a beach that goes out onto the bay and South Shore. Exactly what I imagine. Um, I don't remember it that well, but this feels like the great Gatsby. (laughs) (laughs) Like as you were describing, I was like, this is familiar. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So it's definitely not as classy as that. Okay. Okay. Um, It's not like East Neck or whatever that was. I want to say egg. Egg. East and West egg. It was some sort of word that doesn't belong in I remember because they made a very, um, you know, abstract art piece for extra credit in my English class that my teacher loved. It took me two seconds because it was abstract <laughs> and it was made out of eggs so he was it was a little egg-shaped box with oh. a horse inside of it and something else and i was like here it is and he was wow. like genius <laughs> he was like exactly this exactly. is what exactly <laughs> i did go to a restaurant in chicago called experience by the way oh. i mean better than eggs i should have said that in montreal like if you ever go to montreal for just for laughs have you gone Mm-mm. no uh, of course not, because you would know about the restaurant <laughs> expectations, oh, which wow. is like in the lobby of the hotel that a lot of the like parties are at. Yeah. It seems it's, like it should be called Great Expectations. It might be called that, and okay. I'm not sure okay. it's not, but <laughs> I don't remember. Either way. I think it's just called Expectations, because I think they don't want to invite <laughs> you to think that the food's going to be great. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, egg side note. Uh, yeah. Uh, South Shore mall was so it was like basically right on the beach a couple blocks in from the beach and it was it's an outdoor mall um and it had like it had a lot of different it's gone through changes there was a period of time when they changed the name to like some really generic sort of like west it was like westfield or not westfield Westfield, it was something like Oh, they changed the name to Alameda Town Center with an E on the town. Mm. And everyone just... I always mm. have to know if there's an E on the (laughs) town. (laughs) Alameda Townie Center. And everyone just kept calling it South Shore. And they eventually changed the name back. Yeah, as anybody does with any business that used to be another thing and is now named something else. Yes. Like our coffee shop that we go to all the time. Was H. H that is now Now next to home. They changed the name and I like cannot call it Guest House. No, I've never once called it the Guest House. Yeah. It's like... 
Especially with a mall where people are just like going with their families. You're not going to be like, guys, so it's now we're calling it this. (laughs) Family meeting. I will pretend to not know what you're talking about if you refer to it by South Shore. That is what I do if people say Time Warner. I go, it's Spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) So get it straight. Um, I think it was also like there's not a ton going on in Alameda, so there are very few things to feel like Alameda pride about. <laughs> I feel like South Shore. It was like, no, it's called South Shore. I'm OG. <laughs> like, Alameda was pretty lame when I was growing up. Also, lame is you can't spell Alameda without lame. That was a thing people said. Uh, and now Alameda is awesome, and uh, I'm kind of annoyed that I don't, I like missed it. What's changed? Well, part of it is like, wild gentrification sure. <laughs> um, but just because like San Francisco has gotten so crazy but expensive that it's pushed a lot of the like slightly more affordable mm-hmm. housing into the East Bay and it means that like when I grew up in Alameda we couldn't keep a movie theater open Whoa. like there was a movie theater at South Shore that went out of business it's like so hard for movie theaters to go out of business yeah that's yeah, impressive what in the 90s going on? Yeah. I don't know uh, I mean I th- I think it might have been badly run but I was also a child I didn't know why anything was happening um, <laughs> and uh, Good point, yeah. there was like another movie theater that had gone out of business years ago that they couldn't figure out what to do with and they eventually like I was in a children's theater that would like do our plays there and then that's gotten totally like restored to its original oh. glory and now it's a movie theater again hmm. and um, I think there might even be another movie theater in town I'm not even sure but um but uh, and then like the Park Street, which is one of the main like thoroughfares of like restaurants and stuff, just has like a bunch of really good restaurants now. And Ew. it was a bunch of places going out of business when I was growing up. Anyway, so there's just like a it has it went from being a place that had mostly because it used to have a naval base in Alameda. Oh. It went from being a place that was mostly like retired Navy guys and. Uh, to being like a place where young people move to raise their families again. Mm. And so... So the Navy base isn't there anymore? No. It, okay. it got decommissioned a while ago. And for a while when I was growing up, they had like a bowling alley there and yeah. like a bunch of abandoned stuff. And I have no idea what's happening with it now. I think that there's like distilleries there and I think they're turning some of it into housing. Oh. And like, I think they're kind of developing it now. Um, but uh, South Shore has returned to being called South Shore uh, and it looks like it's gotten like a little revamped. I haven't been there in a while. Ever like when I was in college and I would go home for Christmas, I would do a bunch of like my Christmas shopping there and stuff because yeah. I had like a Walden books and stuff. But growing up, that's where we went to Mervyn's. Um, it's also they had like Safeway and Applebee's. I would go to that Applebee's Classic. as much as I could. Uh, <laughs> they had there's a bowling alley across the street. There's a that's pub. great. Yeah, it's just interesting that like. A bowling alley could stay open, but like a movie theater, <laughs> yes, a single movie a theater, single could movie not. theater. In the before Netflix, before Hulu, just like yeah, I guess Navy guys didn't want to go see Stuart Little <laughs> on the big screen. They just, I don't think they did. Didn't care. That seems actually right. Yeah, that they yeah. wouldn't. Paige, yeah. Does your dad like Stuart Little? I'll ask him. Okay, I'll good. shoot him a text. They also a had, Navy man, him, yeah, so he might. They also had a um a warehouse like that old 
you guys might be too young. Um, Try it, us. It was a like a record store, a record store in a movie place, and you could oh. rent movies from there. It was called oh. the Warehouse, and I think oh. it was spelled W H E R E. And it was a chain. It was. A, I think it was a relatively small chain, but it was definitely a chain. Okay. Um, and that's where we would go to rent movies for a while. Oh. And I would every time we went there, I would rent. Um, the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie where they like go on a balloon race around the world and I don't know why we didn't just buy it because we rented it so many times but I think that this was before movies were meant to be like bought and maybe at the time they, every time that you rented it everyone was like she's not going to want it again right <laughs> but then you, you proved them wrong yeah so would, you would hang out there a lot or no not really I was not very mobile uh, when I was growing up like my parents were very overprotective. I wasn't allowed to like leave home without them. Like it was definitely a place we would go for like birthday parties a lot. Mm -hmm. Like we would go to that bowling alley. We would go to the movie theater when it was open. Um, And we would do all of our back to school shopping there, but I wasn't allowed to like go hang out there with my friends or anything. And then when I was in high school, all my friends lived in Oakland because they went to private school. And so I could never get anyone to come hang out in Alameda. Mm. So I would only hang out like, in Oakland, basically. When you went, Oakland like, back to school shopping, do you remember, like, where you would get clothes at? Mervyn's. At Mervyn's. Mostly, okay. Mervyn's. Mostly Mervyn's. And it, I didn't understand why that wasn't working. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, my mom loved Mervyn's. Let's start talking about Let's start let's talking talk about Mervyn's. Mervyn's. I don't even remember Mervyn's that much. I do. You do? I went to Mervyn's a lot. Our Mervyn's was in, like, a shopping center. Most Like, some of them are in malls. Some of them were, like, shopping centered. I feel yeah. like that was primarily where I got clothes. Yes. Yeah. I, I found a picture. Well, someone, a friend of mine from middle school recently sent me this picture of me wearing a shirt that I know for a fact I got from Mervyn's. Uh, It's like a ribbed high neck tank top that you can tell is like it's ribbed material material is rough and it's got like uh, a kind of like a ringer tank top. So it's yeah. got like a white collar and white like armpit. Honestly, this isn't that far off from something you would find at Urban Outfitters right now. No, yeah, probably true. not. The color scheme is purple, blue, and lime green. Lime green. <laughs> if that tells you what year it was. I'm just assuming should. this was the 90s. This was, or yeah, early. this was like 97. Yeah. 97. Lime green was big for a while, I feel. Yeah, this was, I think... It was 97 or 98 because it's before I had to cut all my hair off when I got head lice. Oh, no. So that's how I can tell how old I am in this photo. Yeah. (laughs) Those colors are like the most 90s you can get. Like a purple and a lime green. No one would dare after the 90s. No. No. But I still like it. I I mean, I definitely had probably that exact tank top. I feel like I remember Mervyn's was like when I was like, it was like late elementary into middle school. I remember buying a lot of short shorts there that my mom was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's summer. I'm hot. <laughs> but it was oh, like definitely coincided with the short shorts, like fad. Yeah. Yes. Um, and everything was just like cheaper at Mervyn's. It was, it was yeah. a department store, but like some almost somewhere between like a like a Macy's and like a TJ Maxx. Like it was like a cheaper yeah. version. It was like yeah, like maybe like one rung above Ross. Yes. Dress for less. Yes, exactly. They also had a Ross dress for less yeah. at that mall, which we weirdly didn't go to. Oh, no. It wasn't a Ross. It was a JCPenney. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I also yeah. had a JCPenney there. But Mervyn's was my mom's favorite, and I don't know why. I, pr- I think it was just price point. It was just the, mean, probably the price I, point. Yeah. I don't know for sure, because I certainly wasn't buying my own clothes yet, but it was, I, I remember that we would go there all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, it was next to a Living Spaces, uh, Ooh, which we would also pop into. I like Living Spaces a lot. Mm-hmm. I just bought a dining room table there. Ooh. Ooh. Very, very This is affordable. not an ad, but. <laughs> not an ad, but they've got some good stuff. They've got a lot of terrible stuff stuff uh, <laughs> it's about the hunt <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you for saying uh, I feel like it's taken me until adulthood to really think about what an unappealing name Mervyn's is it's really bad because it's we looked this up it's the guy's name it is the guy's Mervin, name but it was spe- his name is spelled Mervyn with an I and they changed it for stylistic an reasons an architect was like it'll look better on the sign with a Y <laughs> Oh, my God. They wanted people to squint at it and think it was Macy's. <laughs> Maybe. The font <laughs> is very reminiscent of, like, almost actually, like, the Claire's font. Oh, yeah. Like, that sans serif yeah, sort of. Yeah, but, like, like, almost, like, like a little chunky, flattened. But, yeah. yeah, chunk. Yeah, I see. But, but I believe, yeah, because it is lowercase as well. Yeah. 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 I had never heard of Mervyn's until you. Yeah, really. Yeah, I was. I'm. I'm fully unfamiliar with Mervyn's. It's a California company. Yeah, that, it, I'm. I'm surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I've never. I. I guess by the time I lived in LA, they would have been gone anyway. They would have been out of business. But I'm having a hard. I'm hard pressed to imagine where they would have been. Maybe in a Burbank or something. Yeah, because so, I mean, we have Loman. You know, Lomans before they went out of business. Like all. See, the, I never had a Loman. All of these like overtly Jewish names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Places go out of business, but Macy's mm. also owned by Jews, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about remember. Macy's we ownership. We should know this, I guess. I yeah. guess. We can't memorize the owners of every mall store. <laughs> it's too much work. Maybe we hire an intern. But to- doesn't it seem like just for a big discount clothing store, Jewish name, it's like, you know what? I trust this. <laughs> I think it was one of those things where like, it was before people were like okay with flaunting that they were buying things at a discount. Yeah. It was still at the age when they were like, discounts are bad, yeah. Jews are bad. <laughs> this is all part of anti Semitism. <laughs> you can't buy things at a discount. But I, the other thing Because is, we like Hitler. <laughs> they just went ahead and said yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> people were saying it all over. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I, I feel like in my memory, Mervyn's is like the most beige like dimly lit (laughs) store of all time and I feel like that is some of their failing is like I I remember like anytime I went there I was like like I I don't (laughs) like being in here yeah I was never excited to do my back to school shopping there I would like I and I didn't know where to shop or what I should be buying until there was this one girl in our class who like my friend's mom asked her mom to be like, where do you get her clothes? Because she was like the only stylish person in our class. And the answer was limited to. Uh, and we couldn't afford it. Of was. course it was. Of course that it place was. was hell of expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't afford to shop there. They only had one in San Francisco. They didn't have one in the East Bay. I had to go all the way to Westfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now limited to they're out of business, right? No, now it's justice. Oh, it's called justice now. But <laughs> justice? Now it's called justice. How's that spelled? Just, uh, justice. just normal, but with like a, a flower, like but dotting like, the I. It's mm-hmm. justice, like 
the word justice. As like, in like the concept okay. of like justice. But not like just us. Oh no. Like, okay. Yeah, justice. But um justice. that they should not get to be called that. No. And they I shouldn't feel like that. <laughs> I also don't understand how that's appealing to the uh, little girls that the shop thing there. is I feel yeah. like every time I see a child now, like even like nine year olds are dressing like from urban now. Like yeah. from, and so it's like, do kids even Is that dress because in we kids? live in LA though? Probably. I think so. Yeah. I'm I, not sure because part of it does feel like. I feel like it's Instagram. Instagram though. has made like it's homogenized fashion in yeah. a way. And it's fast like, fashion. I don't also. know if kids dress like kids anymore. Maybe. I mean, they're still if in business. Kid, so if it's a kid, they're dressed like a kid. That's, That's true. The thing. Oh, that is true. true. You know I what mean, I mean? Really, little kids. I feel like are still dressed. Sure, me, sure. Like, you know, little little kids. Yeah. But um, no, I like that there was a phase where it was like, I'm gonna wear leggings and I'm gonna wear this long fucking top. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna feel cool as hell about it. I think I found like a thing from first grade where they were like one of those things where you fill it out. It's like, what's your name and your favorite book and your favorite meal and it's like your favorite outfit. And mine was like leggings. <laughs> with a really loose sweatshirt. <laughs> Honestly, I wish that could be normalized for adults. I would be I would be wearing I mean, that all the time. I, I guess Ariana Grande wears I feel like that's athleisure. That's the athleisure. Mm-hmm. Only instead of a crop top, you wear like a hella baggy. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to be able to wear a legging with a crazy pattern like I did oh. when I was in my in my youth. Like, yeah. you know those those leggings that you only see little girls wearing? Right. Uh-huh. Like, what if those became fashionable? I, I feel like it, for a while yeah. they were. Well, yeah. and also like... Have you heard of LuLaRoe? Yes, that's what I was going to say. I have not. It's, one, it's a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. It's one of those I'm in. Quote unquote <laughs> direct sales, multi-level marketing. Like it is a pyramid. Oh. It is a pyramid scheme. Side note, everyone should listen to the podcast The Dream. <laughs> it is all about multi-level marketing and it'll make you insane. Oh god. Um but I've been meaning to listen to that. Oh my god, it's so good. I've been telling everyone about it. Um <laughs> But LuLaRoe is one of those multi-level marketing things. It's like Avon. I think it, they were brief. They were owned by Avon for a while. Oh, um, okay. Or wait, I'm thinking of something else. But anyway, it's like women selling fucking ugly patterned leggings to each other on Facebook. Apologies <laughs> on Facebook. to anyone listening to this who sells LuLaRoe. Get out! Get out. You will never make your money back. It's a cult. It is. It's uh, It's an absolute scheme. There's no way to make money doing it. And I've been like obsessively looking them up online because I'm like, is there any like true information about them? And on Instagram, I was looking up. I was just like started typing in Lula Row. And the first thing that came up was one of the women from Sister Wives. <gasps> and her Instagram handle is Lula Row Mary. Oh, my God. She sells Lula Row because what the fuck else is of she going to do for she money? Does. Oh, oh no. God. My cousin didn't do it, thank God, but she would like post like about like another mom who she was like friends with doing it uh-huh. and like having like the, the shopping, parties, the yeah. shopping parties. And I was like, oh no, it's so scary. Oh no. Wow. All right. Anyways, they anyway, so, like, so you can leggings. and you will really make someone's day if you buy some of their fucking leggings. I just I don't know if I can in good conscience yeah. conscience. I get do involved. remember I had this pair of leggings when I was like four that had like lipsticks all over it mm-hmm. like lipsticks and other sort of like girl things and then oh my god I'm about to tell a really gross story I just realized we love yeah, gross stories I was, on, I was on a plane and I had a giant fucking scab on my knee and I picked it off and then I like bled all over those leggings and ruined them 
And that's the only reason I remember them. I like went to the airplane bathroom and picked off my scab. Yeah. How old were you? Four. Yeah. Yeah. You I can't mean, stop a four-year-old from picking a scab. No. You just can't do it. You they have a wound. Their finger is just in it. Yes. And you're like, no. And they're like, ah. I used to uh, have this idea. I still have this idea. I don't know if anyone's made this happen yet. That like my ideal video game would just be like you get shrunken down and you are a little creature crawling across human skin, just like picking scabs and popping blackheads and like plucking Mm. ingrown hairs. Wouldn't that be the best video game ever? That would have appeal because people like the pimple popping videos and stuff. Yeah. One time on Shark Tank. You sound like you're about to come talking about this. <laughs> Paige likes Shark Tank better than I do. I like the it's profit better. <laughs> but they came in, these people, like a couple, they came in with like this thing that's like a silicone, like rubber, like sponge shaped thing. And uh-huh. then you fill it with this white goop. <laughs> I haven't seen this episode. And then you squeeze it and it comes out through a bunch of holes. Like if you were squeezing a bunch of like. What is Pimples? it supposed to do? For fun. It's just oh. for fun. It's literally just like a novelty, like for fun. And it's like, what? What did Mark Cuban have to say about that? I don't remember, <laughs> but I do remember that their price point was $20 with the refill packs at like 10 He was like, you guys are fucking lunatics. And for that reason, I am out. <laughs> don't even talk to me. That's one of those things, though, where I feel like... Someday in the future, if we don't all die from climate change, fingers sci- crossed, scientists are going to figure out what is going on in our brains with the people who like watching pimple popping yeah. and the people who hate it. Because I mm. do feel like it is a biological, neurological difference. Yeah. yeah. And eventually, and like whoever they were pitching that to, if they were in that category, they would be like, I'm in. And if they weren't in that category, they would be like, I'm out. I yeah. feel like Barbara fucking loves it. She's like, yeah. I mean, just because I hate Barbara. Yeah, Who's but she, Barbara. She's Barbara's one of the shark, shark, shark Tank. I, I thought to, you were talking about Barbara Gray, and I was like, this got real salty. I don't watch Shark Tank. Barbara of Shark Tank. <laughs> but Barbara also wants to like fuck every guy that comes in there. Yeah, she's a creep. She's like always grabbing asses. This is a lot of Shark oh Tank. God. Okay, done. no more Shark Tank. <laughs> you guys just love commerce of all kinds. It seems like I guess it's this just thing is Shark Tank. I really think it's like sick. Like I hate it. I hate business people. I hate entrepreneurship. I Whoa. hate it. I mean, I'm just kind of like these. Where they're like, we're just in our car thinking of a business to start. I'm like, disgusting. <laughs> I fucking hate this. I do hate when it's but, a couple. Um, I, for some oh reason, God. I just You like, would love the dream because it is I'm, all about how. I downloaded them. I just haven't okay. listened yet. Oh, my but, God. Well, you will yeah. listen to them all at once. I bet. But I like seeing the ideas. I like seeing what people right, bring in. Right. That's what I like. The the numbers and stuff, I don't give a shit Who about. Who gives a shit about that? But, yeah. No, not interesting. But the inventions. I like the inventions. The inventions. Yeah. And being like, Sometimes I'm like, mm, and sometimes I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah. And that's quite a range. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing that we wanted to bring up about Mervyn's. Oh, my God. Okay, is, this yes. is my favorite. Go for it. Okay. So for a while, <laughs> they tried to rebrand. I want to. I do, don't remember do, this. Do you have your phone out? Can you look it up? I have it. Mervyn's of California. So Mervyn's, California. You got to find the logo. From 1995 to 2001, the stores were rebranded as Mervyn's, California in an effort to identify with its West Coast roots. A media campaign was launched to publicize the rebranding with TV commercials and catalogs featuring former San Francisco 49ers quarterback Joe Montana. Of course. It didn't work. They dropped it because it didn't change sales whatsoever. I can look up the logo. 
logo made me laugh. It's, it's so very, funny. very oh funny. Mervyn's California. They should have gotten Tupac if they really wanted to capitalize on California cool. Just, but there was no fucking way they were going to do that. It made absolutely no difference and they went back. I feel like the logo is also kind of the click font. Oh my god. Isn't that great? It's amazing. I, I like the um, the apostrophe in Mervyn's is sort of a... It's, it's, a, like, it's like a squiggle. A little squiggle. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of similar to like... Um, it's like a Saved by the Bell squiggle. Yeah. yeah. And it, the colors are very like Saved by the Bell. Yeah. yeah. It's... it's. Uh, I remember this. Teal. Now that I see oh, really? this, I'm like, yeah, I remember this. Teal, wow. pink, yellow. It's so funny. And it's did it so increase funny. your... Because it's like nothing <laughs> goes... Like Mervyn's and California are two words that don't go together. Like that sounds like yeah. what like... My grandparents would have named like their fabric store in San Diego after they moved to Poland. It was probably named just like fabric and stuff, but it's just like a very like Jewish old man named them like California. You know yeah. what? I think I think part of the reason why it made no impression on me as a kid that they did that is because I had such a limited concept of the globe that. <laughs> I just kind of thought California to me was like almost the same thing as like America. Yeah. Like I remember when I found out that like the American flag was on the moon and I was like, of course, what other flag would they have? And yeah. like just that like absolute. It's hard to think globally as a child. Self-centeredness, whatever manifest destiny bullshit that mm. I believed as a child that I was like the absolute center of the universe. And I was like, of course, the state that I'm in would be on the name of the <laughs> I'm just like, yes, California is everything. We live in California, of course. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think that, but I do think that a lot of cities and things have their city name. And so you probably just thought like, yeah, yeah. oh, it's another thing. But, but then I would see like Boston Market and I wouldn't be like, that's from Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Those are just, just words. Like, yeah. Those are just words. But I feel like then it's also like chicken doesn't seem like Boston. Oh, wait. You know, like with Boston Market. But my other friend, right. you're like, just kind of like that. I definitely didn't think about it that much. right? Boston Market? No, I thought it, I thought it was a thing lot was of like chicken. rotisserie I chickens it was rotisserie and chicken. like you would just buy what? sort of like, it felt like you would buy like meals there. Yeah, like, I've never buy, been like, in one, chick, but that's what I thought. A whole roasted chicken. I feel like names and, you like, think of And like sandwich meat and stuff too. But. If a city is part of a name... I at least still always tend to think of it as just the whole name instead of like, oh my God, there's a city in that name. Yeah. yeah. It, it just becomes like a new word when it's attached to this other word. Yeah. This is my other favorite thing about Mervyn's California. It says the majority of their stores in Texas didn't even consider adding the California name. <laughs> Of course not. I love uh, Texas. Not. Texas in 2001 was like, see, we were right. It we're didn't like, make a difference. We know ourselves. Yeah. We, we're fine with ourselves. Sorry, you guys are having an issue. Yeah. And, but it is like, it's interesting because we've talked about this many times on the podcast. There are so many stores that the theme is like California. Yeah. Like yeah. Hollister, PacSun, PacSun. Like so many where it's like. You know, across the country, people can be like, I feel like I'm in California. I'm a surfer in Idaho. (laughs) Yeah. So Which, for Mervyn's to try to get in on that is it's great. It's, it's like, hey, Hollister, hey, Paxson, hey, Zoomies, I'm here, too. Yeah, I'm Mervyn's Mervin. California. It's like, shut up, Mervyn. Get out of here. We hate you. You're old. <laughs> it's just like, 
I don't know. It's that's, but that's another thing that I think growing up in California, I didn't have any concept that like other people would find California or the concept of California, like romantic or exciting or that you couldn't surf in Ohio. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't thinking about those poor souls. (laughs) I'm like, you also can't surf in the Bay. Well, I guess you can. It's just so cold. It's like really rocky. But like the beaches aren't like, you can't really like disrobe at the beaches that much. It's pretty cold. Yeah. yeah. There was like a, a couple years when I was like growing up where we actually had hot summers, but every year since then it's been like cold as fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, I also didn't really go to the beach when I, I, just I mean, yeah. that, I was like, I grew up in Santa Monica and I went to the beach maybe like once a year. Yeah. I don't beach like is the beach. bad. The ocean is bad. It's bad. I don't like it. I, I have, don't like yeah. things that taste like the ocean. Like <laughs> I'm a vegetarian and I don't eat fish and people are like, well, do you eat fish? And I'm like, no, it's gross. Like I would, but I hate it. I don't like seaweed either. Yeah. The be- I'm allergic to the sun. So the beach is off limits. It's off limits. I get a migraine headache every time I go. Ooh. I'm also scared of the ocean. I'm kind of like, scared of the ocean. I'm not As into you should it. be. Well, well, when I was yeah. a kid, some other kid told me that like all of the foam in the ocean is whale pee. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so anytime I saw like waves lapping on the shore, I was like, that's whale pee. <laughs> well, it kind of is. It I kind guess. of is, it's but not whale like, pee. It was not as concentrated as I was imagining. It would make more sense to say that was whale cum. Yeah, that would have been fun. Right. That also would have been what that meant though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I would hope by the time I knew what cum was, I would <laughs> recognize when a child was lying to me. <laughs> One of the kids in the camp. Told you that, yeah. and you're like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I heard a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and I believe it. I believe it to this day. I, yeah. I just, the beach is so dirty. That's my main it's problem gross. with it. It's like so dirty. The beaches of California are like, yeah. Yeah, I gotta tell you, South Shore not the cleanest beach. Yeah, yeah. Santa Monica Beach, fucking gross. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sand, it gets everywhere. Yeah, sand is bad. The beach is bad. The ocean is bad. This is an anti-beach podcast. <laughs> yeah, and yet I love South Shore. And yet I like looking out at the beach. It's pretty to yes, look at. Yeah. Exactly. I like it in theory. I don't want to get involved. And there's something that I sort of, I mean, it has like a nostalgic smell for me of just sort of those like that. Uh, what are those like succulents that grow at the beach? Do we have those here? In Alameda, so. there's like mm. there's just a smell of the beach in Alameda that I really remember because I used to go to day camp there. Yeah, Crab Cove. Mm. Shouting out Crab Cove in case anyone <laughs> in the Bay Area is listening. Crab Cove day camp. Crab Cove day camp. Maybe someone will comment on the Instagram. Yeah, Crab Cove. Yeah, yeah. and there were like sandcastle building contests. Those that were actually pretty fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, I like the yeah an activity. Would yeah. you like a beach in like Hawaii? I don't know. That's I've never different. been to Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii once and it is different. I went when yeah. I was like eight. I yeah. would like to go Seems again. Seems like that would be nice. And you know what? I have enjoyed other beaches. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the beach. It's been a yeah, while. Same, it sounds like that beach was bad. Santa Monica beaches are fucking disgusting. But like, there oh my are God. This some is really so, nice beaches. I just realized like if anyone not in California <laughs> who's never seen the ocean is listening to us be like, it's gross. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm really so beautiful. sorry. Um, it's beautiful. It's just that people... But also don't feel bad if you haven't seen the ocean. Yeah. It kind of fucking sucks. There's yeah. a lot of trash there. Sometimes people let their dogs shit there and they're not even supposed to have dogs there. Yeah. There's oh. also a thing that happens where like if there's a beach that has like 
that dogs are allowed at, one dog will pee in a spot and then every other dog that walks by will stop and pee in that spot. Yeah. And so then you have one spot on the beach that just has like 80 different dog pees on it. Yeah. And then they all come home with fleas. (laughs) So fun. I would like to take my dog to the beach before she dies, though. I mean, that was probably the one thing I really liked about the beach is when I was growing up, I had a dog who loved the water more than anything. And she would lose her mind every time we went to the water. I just get stressed. Like, my parents have a corgi. And so we we went to um, there was like a corgi beach day in Huntington Beach. So they, they like went and I met them a few years ago. Oh, my God. And I was so nervous the whole time because it's it's dogs like off leash running around. And I'm just like one of these dogs is going out to sea and never yes. coming back. Yeah, they're not athletes, corgis. No. no. They've well, got short they're... little legs and really thick fur. It's basically like yeah. a child wearing an adult's wetsuit getting like pulled into the ocean. Yeah, it's, as soon as they walk into the ocean, they're almost underwater. <laughs> so it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. I think it sounds fun. The words together, corgi beach day. Yeah. But yeah. it made me... I feel like dogs know when they can't swim. Like, my dog hates water, and it's because she knows that her body <laughs> isn't meant for it. She has a very long little body, very short little legs. Mm. And one time I tried to put her in a pool. She was furious She was me. furious. She was so mad. There are dogs that know how to swim and just don't want to do it, too. Yeah. yeah. I did have a dog growing up who would, we would go to Lake Havasu and, and she would she would swim around. I love a dog in a pool. Yeah. yeah. It's it is so funny. good. Yeah. In a pool, very it's safe. Yeah. It's different. You can keep an eye on him. <laughs> Was there anything else we wanted to cover on Mervyn's? Oh, just oh. the what the Google auto thing when you type in is Mervyn's. The first thing oh. is just the first autofill is just is no is Cole's Mervyn's is Cole's Mervyn's is a suggestion because. I do think that there's a Coles where Mervyn's used to be yeah. at South yes, Shore. That's why someone asked that. When Mervyn's like fully liquidated, Coles bought a bunch of their gotcha. spaces. But so. just the question is yeah, Coles Mervyn's. It makes me laugh because it what happened is so many people saw Coles where Mervyn's once was that they Googled is Coles <laughs> Mervyn's. Yeah. And, and now those Google's two like, words next to each other. Just yeah. is Coles Mervyn's. Mervyn's. Those Coles. like Google like people ask questions are always like completely devoid of any like it just it's the most simple version of that sentence like yes and it's so funny <laughs> just somebody in like an insane asylum just in a room just constantly going it's Cole's Mervin <laughs> I swear it's to Cole's god there was a Mervin's there oh but then that reminds me the other thing is so I always love when a Wikipedia page has a legacy section. Um, <laughs> usually reserved for someone, a person who did great things. But the legacy section of the Mervyn's Wikipedia page says a street named Mervyn's Drive still exists in Fullerton, California, because a Mervyn's location was there prior to 2008. And that's the Mervyn's legacy. Oh, my God. <laughs> OK, I was thinking about this the other day because I was driving on Olympic and there's a big bed, bath and beyond. Uh-huh. And there's a street called Beyond Way mm. that goes into oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, then there's like L. Ron Hubbard Way, like going to the Scientology Center on Sunset. And it's like. And there's like Ikea. Uh, yes. Yeah. How I, the Ikea Way is new because the Ikea just moved. How does that happen? That's an official street name. How does how does they get that to happen? Well, that Ikea is actually an embassy. So if there are any <laughs> city planners listening, I feel like it's uh, they paid a certain amount of money. Yeah. Do you think okay. I think it's like when they're submitting their official plans, yeah. anything that like mm. can qualify as an actual street, they need to like name it. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so it's like I, a new street. Yeah. I want to know how much like when one of those places goes out of business, how much 
will it cost for me to rename it? Yeah. Like, can I get the street renamed whatever I want it to be? I mean, I guess if you could, you could look into it, if there was any uh, streets up for sale and and, and see what the going rate is. Well, Mervyn's Way in Fullerton? Mervyn's Drive. Mervyn's Drive. Drive. Check it out. I mean, I I, I don't know if you want to, like, fuck up Mervyn's legacy. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't have a Wikipedia page, but this would get me onto the Mervyn's Wikipedia page. (laughs) Can I really ask for anything greater than that? Yeah. What would you name it? Just your name? Um, just it would be like Emily Heller's Mervin's California Drive, <laughs> <laughs> like a Ruth, what Chris's Ruth, Ruth Chris's, Ruth Chris's Steakhouse, yeah, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Yeah. I like it because it would be one of those street signs where it's like two lines yes. of yeah. text, the and you're like Emily Where? Heller presents Mervin's <laughs> Drive. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if anyone listening has any information about how to purchase a street, if and- I <laughs> renamed the IKEA way. I would say you failed because you took away the chicken meatballs way. <laughs> that is what I would call it. They what if they re- reintroduce them and then go out of business? Then I would say, Your thank you. It was all worth it. Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I also always wonder, this is a side note. Why do they choose drive Boulevard street? Is it just random? No, no. It's okay. based on the size of the street. Okay. And like how many directions it goes, I think. And wow. also, like, whether or not, like, ha- what lines are drawn in it, too. Oh, okay. I think, like, boulevards are always... I guess big, right? Like, I, the Santa street, Monica it's like the number boulevard. of lanes, yeah. Because the street I live on is a boulevard, and I wonder if that's because it has, like, a... It has, like, a... Um, what do you call it when it's like the dashed yellow lines yeah. in the center? Mm-hmm. It has... Where fucking cars are. Virgil is, like, an Ave. Virgil's an Ave. But, like, Wilshire and Santa Monica. Bolt. Okay, wait. Do you guys want the real answer? Yeah, we do. I think also people listening who know this are going to be mad if we don't. Okay. (laughs) So a road can be anything that connects two points. Okay. Um, A way is a small side street off a road. A street is a public way that has buildings on both sides of it. Wow. They run perpendicular to avenues. What? Avenue is also a public way that has buildings or trees on either side of it. They run perpendicular to streets. Oh, um, so all <laughs> avenues are going one direction, all streets are going the other direction? I think within like a, within certain limits, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, this sounds like a riddle, by the way. Yeah, I'm really I'm like ready to answer something. Sounds like there's I'm definitely like, like a brain okay. game to, to a have boulevard, based on this. A boulevard is a very wide city street that has trees and vegetation on both sides of it. There's also usually a median in the middle of boulevards. A lane is a narrow road often found in a rural area, basically the opposite of a boulevard. A drive is a long winding road that has its route shaped by its environment, like a nearby lake or mountain. Oh, so maybe Mervyn's drive went around the Mervyn's. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, It was shaped by the natural environment of the Mervyn's. A terrace is a street that follows the top of a slope. A place is a road or street that has no throughway or leads to a dead end. And a court is a road or street that ends in a circular loop. Yeah. Court. I I mean, court I knew. Yeah. (laughs) That one I knew. (laughs) City planning seems tough. (laughs) But also they've got a lot of it figured out already. Yeah. That's true. There is an Americana way. Yeah. Yeah. It's where the um, in between. Yeah. Yeah. What was the definition of way way? again? A small side street off a road. 
Okay, yeah, because it, it is. Fits. It fits. Yeah. All right. Everything is um, lining up. <laughs> well, everything <laughs> sounds good. I approve. All right. Let's let's move into our final segment. Segment. First segment is Desert Island. Okay. Wait, why didn't we call this Mall Island? Because you're on a desert island. Okay. Desert Mall. Yeah. Desert Island Mall. I can't wait until I know what the game we'll is. We'll think about it. Okay. You can give us your opinion after. She's going she's gonna to give you okay. a, a scenario that you're going to enter. Okay. You yeah. have been convinced to go to the beach <laughs> against your will. Okay. I'm already not on board with this For premise. a sailing regatta. <laughs> you're okay. mad about it. That's okay. You're, okay. You don't have to be happy about this. So you're on the sailboat. Uh-huh. And then someone's like, also, we have water skis. And you're like, oh, my God, fine. I'm already here. Uh-huh. You get on a water ski, and then for some reason there's a rope hanging off of it, and a whale who's peeing to make the froth, he takes the rope in his mouth, and he drags you away, and there's nothing you can do. Uh-huh. And so you're like, oh my god, bye. And he okay. just takes you. It's hours and hours and hours. And then he deposits you. <laughs> Ew. On Deposit? A de- <laughs> like so much cum. <laughs> On a desert island. Okay. No one knows where you are. Mm-hmm. No one knows this island exists. No one came to look for me after I got taken they away. Looked, they couldn't find okay. you. This whale, the whale is fast. This whale is so fast. And I'm really good at water skiing, <laughs> yeah. so I provide no resistance. <laughs> and <laughs> you're going to be here for 15 years, 15 unfortunately. Years. And I know that I'm going to be there for exactly 15 years, or I, I don't know. You don't, but you are going to be there okay. for 15 years. But at some point, you probably settle in for the long haul. Okay. So you're walking around the perimeter. You're walking around, walking around, being like, what is here? How will I survive? And then in the back corner of this island, uh-huh. there's a little five-store mall. <gasps> okay. Wow, that's lucky. Um, What five stores do you want to be there? Am I allowed for some of them to be food court? You are. Yes. Okay. I think that would be smart. Yeah. Desert Island. Desert Island <laughs> Mall. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's like, I don't need it eclairs because what am I wearing jewelry for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you need to have some entertainment you, for me. Yeah. Yeah. And if I like meet anyone else on the island that I want to give a best friend necklace to, <laughs> I you probably make, want a Claire's there. Maybe the whale comes back and you make friends with uh-huh. him. You're like, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Here's a necklace. Yeah. It's made of nickel. It might turn your neck green. <laughs> right, it definitely will. Everything at Claire's will eventually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe like a, a Claire's. Um, probably a Target. Sure. Just because they've got a lot of different things. They really do. Um, in terms of mall food, I'm trying to think like what I would actually want to eat for 15 years. Yeah. I think the thing is like I'm a vegetarian, but if I was on a desert island for 15 years, I don't think I would stick to that. So yeah. maybe I would mm. want like a Panda Express. Yeah. That's a popular one. Yeah. People say Panda Express a lot. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever tasted their, I've never tasted their meat products. Well, it doesn't really taste like meat, so it'd be yeah. a seamless <laughs> yeah, transition. Good transition. Before you start, like, hunting birds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, maybe a Jamba Juice, too. Oh, okay. okay. I yeah. like that. So I have one left, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamba Juice would be refreshing on a desert island. Yeah. That's what Jamba Juice was picturing when they <laughs> created their menu. Yeah. It's you on a desert island. And then could I could I do a Max Karaoke? Yeah. You absolutely I have could. a Max Karaoke. <laughs> 
Okay, you for 15 years alone. Here's the thing. If I was on a desert island for 15 years alone, I know for a fact I would be trying to sing a bunch of songs to myself and I would want to know the words. Yeah. Because yeah. if I didn't remember them. And that you would, want the music. Yeah. I'd be, but that I, is less important. If I didn't, sure. because if, if I was trying to remember the words to a right, song right, for 15 years right, and right. I couldn't, yeah. I would murder someone by the time I got back to land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be the first thing I'd ask for before my family. <laughs> I'd be like, what is what the is second one <laughs> What does he say? <laughs> because I could never understand him. And I know that's supposed to be cool or whatever. But at the same time, that's a but good it, one. You give love a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> I love the image of this mall. You go to, you go to Claire's, you get some hair clips, uh-huh. you pick up some chow mein. Uh-huh. And you head over to the Max Karaoke. Target's just yeah. for your basic needs. Yeah, yeah it's and for jo- toilet paper. Jamba. Yeah. And Jumbo when I'm like trying to detox from the, <laughs> yeah. from the Panda Express. I honestly think that more malls should have karaoke. Yeah. yeah. Like imagine if the Galleria had karaoke. That would be so fun. That'd be so great. Is the is the karaoke in the in the what is the actual name of that mall in Little Tokyo? Uh, Little Tokyo Galleria. Little Tokyo Tokyo Galleria. How late is that karaoke place it's like open? One right. To, is I think it, it's open pretty late? Yeah. yeah. I guess that's like the that's the the problem, right? Is people want to go to that like late at night? Oh sure. So it would like the I've gone like in the afternoon on the weekend before yeah. like noon, um, and it's pretty fun. <laughs> Uh, but it's private room, so it like doesn't right, matter right. if there's other people there. But yeah, I we yeah. have had to wait like on at night on the weekends on like yeah. popular nights. I can are... only do it in a private room. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm very shy about karaoke and I can barely do it in a private room. I actually feel the opposite. There's something about mm. being like right near all my friends. Like it just feels strange. Like there's some sort of like there's something like being on a stage and doing it. It's like more goofy. Like ah, I'm just, you know, I, if yeah. I mess up, I feel the whatever. opposite. Yeah. I wonder if that's an LA thing because I came, I started doing karaoke in college and I went to UC Santa Cruz and like, it was pretty chill about the karaoke. <laughs> we would go to the boardwalk bowling alley bar yeah. at like the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk. Yeah. And, there were like a few regulars. There was this one guy who was like 80 years old and he always did Funky Cold Medina. And I don't think he'd ever heard the original, but he just knew people thought it was funny when he did it. Yeah. And no one was good. And it was really fun and silly and like no pressure. And when my sister came to visit me in town, she had been living in L.A. And I was like, let's go do karaoke. And she was like, Ugh, I hate karaoke. And I was like, what? Why? Like, you love music. And she was like, it's just always people trying to get discovered. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I think mm. you're going to be OK with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I definitely think, though, even when you're in a room, I've def- every time I've ever been in one of those like Max karaoke style private rooms, there's at least one person who clearly thinks they're like an amazing singer. Right. Yeah. But then at least then it's like. It doesn't matter. We all know you. We don't care. Yeah. I just, it's Nothing always. Nothing will come of this. But then I have to like look them in the eye afterwards yeah, and be like. I mean, I do prefer when nobody is like a really good singer in the yeah. room. But I just, you know, I've always had a mortal fear of singing in public. I love singing in my car. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> but really? like. But you I, don't. I love singing in my car. But what like. If it were, what if it was like a masked singer situation? Okay. Here's, here's how much <laughs> I can't do it is that she used to have this show called The Higgs which there uh-huh. were like some games at the end and one of them was can you remember the lines to the Star Spangled Banner uh-huh. and you just had to sing a line to the Star Spangled Banner and I was like this is the worst moment of my life <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh my God. I don't even remember that 
That's so I funny. I was like, oh my God, this is an actual nightmare. <laughs> It's such a weird, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't relate to that at all, but I know so many people who feel that way. I wish yeah. I liked singing in front of people. I, you know, I wish I could not care that I was bad. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm not, it's just fun. And I do sometimes you know? get embarrassed. Like I know I'm a bad singer, but yeah. sometimes like, just cause I'm not like a, I'm like not a trained singer. I will like run out of like breath or like sure. my, I like won't be able yeah. to hit a note. And I just, am like, this is just, now you guys are just watching me struggle. And that's where I, I get frustrated where like, if I'm doing a song that like in my car sounds amazing yes. and it's not delusion, like I'm doing the breath, yes. the breathing right and things like that. But like something about like whatever I'm doing on stage, I'm like out of breath. I feel like I have to sing louder. It sounds yeah. worse. Yeah. Like I get frustrated with that. I always go louder for some reason. Or it's because I'm used to having the backing of the actual singer in yeah. the car. True. So then when it's you just sort of, your yeah. voice, you're immediately like, oh, fuck, this wait a second. Weird. This sounds worse. Yeah. <laughs> because um, it's not mixed in with the actual song. Yeah. Okay. Very last segment. Last segment. Um, yes. Shut down, rebrand, expand. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of like fuck, Mary kill, but with, we're going to give you three stores, one to shut down, one to rebrand, and you have to say how you'll rebrand it, and one to expand. So okay. this time we're going to do Papaya, uh, Victoria's Secret, and Things Remembered. Okay, wait. So I have to pick one to shut down, one to rebrand, one to expand? Yes. What is Papaya? Um, papaya is kind of like a shitty clothes store. Um, okay. Are you familiar with Q? Oh, you know what? I know what Papaya is. Okay. okay. Um... Okay. Victoria's Secret rebrand. Yeah. Just yeah. have them actually make underwear that fat people can wear and bras that can actually hold up real tits. Yeah. <laughs> very um, simple. Very simple. Yeah. And then just keep making that shit. Yeah. Um, what was the... So papaya... Papaya and things remembered. Things remembered. I am going to uh, expand things remembered... To things forgotten. <laughs> uh, and every time you walk in that section of the store, you'll be like, oh, yeah. I like this. Yeah. This is a good rebrand. Yeah. And then just shut down Papaya because I forgot what that was. <laughs> Completely fair. Yeah. Um, okay. You want to go next? Sure. Um, okay. I'm going to shut down Papaya because it sucks. I already don't like Forever 21, and this is a worse Forever 21. Um... Let's rebrand. Hmm. It's a tough mm-hmm. one because they all need a heavy rebrand. Yeah, let's rebrand mm-hmm. Things Remembered into... I don't remember. What do they even have? They have, like, you can, like, get, like, engraved frames and, oh, like, sure, sure, shit sure. like that. Maybe just more stuff you can engrave. Okay. Maybe that. <laughs> you know, cute cute stuff that people want engraved. Yeah. Not just yeah. frames. Mm-hmm. That could do be Do they fun. have trophies there? I don't Ooh. remember. Because I, I feel remember. like there's a hole in the market for just like a really yes. fast make your own trophy yes, place. Yes, all there is is like the Oz trophy shop in like Santa I Monica. Remember. Yes. Okay, more stuff to engrave. Shut down Victoria's Secret. We have Aerie. We don't need Victoria's Secret. <laughs> 
I've never shopped there. You is gotta it, go it, to Aries. Is it good? We, we love both Aries. only. Really, <laughs> it's where all of my underwear and bras is from. Interesting. I had like I recently made the switch to Meundies, and oh. they don't even advertise on my podcast. I just, <laughs> you just, just, I just went for it. For I fun. just finally tried it, and I was like, "Fuck, I actually like this." Yeah. But, um, I mean, they might be better than Aries. I've never tried it, but Aries great, and they're usually having like they're always having seven a for twenty nine dollars okay. with underwear, and oh, it's great shit. underwear. It's great yeah. Their underwear are like actual underwear. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, like all like nylon lace, which you're not even supposed to wear. Yeah. And it rips immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Try it. Okay. Okay, Paige, what Think are your answers? I'm going to shut down Victoria's Secret. Yeah. I just feel like at this point, like, like I almost want to say rebrand, but I go, you guys have had a chance Too to rebrand. Gone. And it's like, they've literally never changed. They all yeah. always have those same little bags, the, the mm-hmm. striped bags. It's just like, I hate this whole look. I just, anything else. So shut down Victoria's Secret. I'm going to, um, it is hard. I'm going to rebrand papaya. Um, I don't quite know how. I guess it's just like better quality. Because, like, papaya is definitely on the on the cusp of, like, a Charlotte Russe, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I feel like if they just, like, almost even if they uh, scaled back, if they were a little bit of a smaller store and they could focus on having less yeah. stuff. Yeah, just be a different store. <laughs> yeah, just be a different store, rebrand to a different store. <laughs> and so then that leaves me with expanding things to remember. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I do like this concept of just like I want to engrave whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. yeah, and I would love if there was just like a massive things remembered because it's always <laughs> like, like a superstore of a it, things remember, yeah. a Mervin's size. Yes, things remembered. Yeah, yes. that was kind of a hard one. Didn't know yeah. what I wanted to do. <laughs> well, that yeah, none those of those are, are stores ones. that I really want to go in. Right. <laughs> That, well, we for a while we were doing ones where we would like theme it. Like these are all similar, and then yeah. we were like, let's just go random. We ran out. We yeah. just fully ran yeah. out of ideas. So now we're just like, we'll just go random. And sometimes it's going to be hard because they all suck. Sometimes it will be hard because they're all good. That's the sometimes nature of them all. Sometimes it'll just be a wild, yeah. ca- wild card. Yeah. That one was hard because they were all mediocre. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that's what kind of what I do enjoy about them all is it's like a bastion for these mediocre yeah, places. Yeah. I had never heard of things remembered until I heard Gary Goldman's joke about it. He has a joke. About he has a joke it? about things remembered, it. and I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about because <laughs> he just starts the joke by saying things remembered, and like if you don't know that's a store, I'm like. Yes, I also remember things. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. But now that I know what it is, it's a very good joke and you should find it. Okay. Yeah, I, I always remember at our mall, we had a things remembered right next to an afterthoughts and yeah. we'd go. <laughs> so silly. Classic. Um, uh, Emily, where can people find you online? Um, you can watch my entire special ice thickeners on YouTube. Yes. If you Google Emily Heller ice thickeners, you'll find it. Um, I'm at Mr. Emily Heller on all things. And I have a podcast called Baby Geniuses. So if you want to listen to that, find all of those things. Yeah. And while you're online, follow us at Mall Talk Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And Gmail. send us a Gmail. Send us a Gmail email. We love it. Uh, we love to receive. We had we had one week somebody uh, emailed us suggestions for shutdown, rebrand, expand, and that was really helpful. That was great. Oh, we didn't have to think of them. And yeah. that was on the drive over. We were just like, oh, what should we do yeah, this so week? If you want to help us out. <laughs> Do our um, job. Yeah, for do, us. do it for us. Uh, and uh, read, subscribe, review. We'll meet next week on Mervyn's Drive. See you then. Yes. Bye. Bye. Forever. Yeah.
This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>